Welcome to episode number 14 of The Lobby, where we talk and make you feel like you are in the lobby of River City Church. So my name is Aaron. And I'm Becky. And once again, from the kitchen table, we are recording right here. So, Becky. Yes. There are a lot of random things going on in the Morrow House. Yes. Lots of them. I just thought of one that we didn't put on the list. Oh, yeah, because we made a list of 10 things that are super random that are going on at the Morrow House. Yeah. Because we think that makes good content, but you yep. thought of one that... I did because the ice maker just ice made. <laughs> well, you want to lead it off with that? I'm going to kick it off. All right, so these are random things that are going on yes. in the Mara house. Yes. What's, what's going on with the ice machine? Well, I feel mm, it was maybe a week or so ago, maybe 10 days. The ice machine kind of got jammed. And you might not know this, but us Morrow girls, you probably inferred it seeing as I had Chick-fil-A ice as one of my runner-up favorite fast food items, so this shouldn't be a shock. But Gracie in particular and I really love our ice. And our water, when it comes out of the fridge, it's not like cold. It's like cold. So you kind of need ice. And all of a sudden it had gotten jammed and then it just stopped making ice. And I tried turning it off and on, and it didn't work, and it sounded like it was filling the ice, and then it wasn't. And I looked for the sensor, and so I was getting nervous, because we really... Like, legitimately nervous? um, I was getting... (laughs) I was getting close to getting a little nervous. Because you can buy ice, but... Somebody gave us a bunch of ground beef, so we don't have a lot of freezer space right now, um, which is a good problem to have. Yeah. So, all of a sudden, I woke up the next morning, and the ice machine worked again, and I was so happy, and I was like, this is like manna from heaven. I didn't Well, at the very that. least, it was like Christmas morning. It's just like, yeah, there's ice. There it was. Yeah. So, I was pumped. Yeah, because I didn't really want to make a service call trying to fix Cause I'm not smart enough to fix those things, like even with Google. Yeah. So. Right, and I even like rubbed the little sensors. I thought maybe there's, maybe there's a little bit of ice residue on the sensors. Wait, do you know where the sensors are? Well, it. Well, I guess where maybe the sensors. Are. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Okay. So the so the ice machine. Oh, and Maggie also made the interesting point that like in the mornings the first ice that comes out is like this weird it's this weird piece of ice that comes out. She showed it to me a few times. Probably because it's it's kind of sitting at the very end just waiting to come out. Hmm. Okay. Kind of like the first egg that a chicken lays. What? Just kidding. <laughs> okay. Alright. Okay. So also here's another random thing. This is a okay. random this is this is the true Okay, so this is this is number two here. Um you you came home triumphantly from high V mm-hmm. with a new kind of M&M. Yes, I did. I, it was a gamble because the way it was priced and where it was on the end cap made me think, is this on clearance because they're weird? But no. Oh, I didn't know it was on clearance. It wasn't, but it was one of those things where it was, it looked like it was on some sort of sale. And I thought, hmm, huh? what's going on? Well, I didn't know that. But yeah, they're brownie batter M&M's. Really And good. wow, those are really, like, those are dangerously good. Mm-hmm. Like, 
like, I don't know. Like, they're, they're just really excellent. Well, they're kind of, because I gave them to you guys, and I said, guess what kind they are? And I think most of you guessed caramel, because they do have that chew in the middle. Kind of like a brownie has a chew. Right. And it's really good. It's a brownie batter. M&M. Yeah. So that's been a win in the Mara house. Oh, wait. Hey, what's your favorite m and Like when they have the face. Um, oh, this is, this is, a, I don't think they even make them anymore. Mm-hmm. Crispy M&M's. I feel like those come in and out. Do they? Yeah. That's, I'm glad for you. So when I lived in Australia for a few months after I graduated from college, I just went there and lived there. Um, mm-hmm. With 4-H. I feel like I have, I have to say 4-H. Just because or else it's like, how did you know where to live? So, I don't know if they just don't have a ton of sweet things in the food down there in the mm-hmm. outback. The nation that gave us Marmite, they probably don't value that really. So, there were crispy M&Ms in the middle of the outback at some random store. And let me tell you, I downed those things like nobody's business. Yeah. And, I don't know, I just, those have always been my favorite. Aww. Why, what's yours? Probably peanut butter. Oh. Those are good. Those are dangerously good. Anyway, brownie batter M&M's. Also, so number three on the random list here. So, you had a flat tire on the minivan this morning? I sure did. (laughs) (laughs) So... Leah goes to youth group at Hope Church, and they had this, every, maybe it's about once a month, they've been having, come pick up a bag of candy, and they give the kids a bunch of candy, and then a paper that has kind of a devotional and an activity. So this one was a scavenger hunt, and they told you what roads to go on, and one of the houses would have part of a Bible verse there. So we found the first three and we were on our fourth, and that was on Alpine Drive, or Alpine Street, one of the two, and it was pretty steep at one part, and so we had gone down the steep part, um, because where we came into the road, we could have gone right or left, and then we just went up the steep part, and we are going pretty slow, and all of a sudden I heard this weird sound, like something skipped or jumped or a little, and... Mm-hmm. Um, so we got up to the top of the hill and stopped, and I was like, well, it's just not here. Maybe we're too early. We'll just go home. And then I turned on the university, and the car was sounding weird, and I felt like the RPMs were going up probably because I had to press the gas more to get it to go on the flat right. tire. So I pulled over in front of Jack's Chicken Palace. Which has amazing <laughs> chicken, by the way. <laughs> and I called Aaron, and I said there is something wrong with the minivan and I'm at Jack's Chicken Palace (laughs) so can you please come rescue us so then I turned off onto the first side street and just parked so then I called Sam at Cedar Cross and was like Sam this is what's happening and um, I was trying to explain it and then I told him I'll just drive a little so I can explain it to you better so I drove like 10 feet ahead and I told him it sounds like we're on a gravel road, and it feels like we're on a gravel road, but we're not. And he said, you shouldn't drive it. That's a good idea. Get it towed. He gave me the number of the tow place that works with him. I'm on the phone with the tow truck guy, 
and I don't know what street we're on, so I had to get out of the car, and I walked down, figured out what street we were on, and I turned around, and we had a flat tire. So, all that to say, I felt like kind of an idiot, and I... Sometimes I feel like Sam is our in-law because we go in streets <laughs> when we see him. And so he knows who we are. And I was like... For better or worse. Right? <laughs> Super nice guy. And I was like, Sam, this is Becky Morrow calling back. It's a flat tire. I feel like such an idiot. And he was like, oh, that's okay. Just let me know if you need any help with it or whatever. And he said, you're going to be hearing about this for a while, aren't you? <laughs>
I recorded that this morning, and then the flat tire thing happened, and then, um, but then around noon, I was reflecting back on my video that I made, and I was like, I suppose this is being released on Mother's Day. Well. I suppose I forgot to mention anything about Mother's Day. Oh. So, forgot to mention that. So, hey, um, but, so, happy Mother's Day. River City, and you'll be receiving a agnostic Mother's Day video. It's a mother, whatever, however would you say. It's going to be a regular Sunday video as opposed to a. Maybe you can write a heartfelt note in the email. I think it's more funny if you just leave it off. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, what's done is done. Anyway, so there's that. So. But you really do love I thought it's just really sensitive of me to just when I say sensitive I mean not sensitive pretty, that was pretty kind of a caveman kind of a caveman move but I suppose like it wasn't I don't know I just wasn't thinking about it I knew it was Mother's Day right on Sunday but I just didn't really connect it with like the video but right. whatever like we get to follow Jesus on every day so that's right Hebrews that's right man when I was pregnant with Leah we would read that pregnancy book and they would have those caveman oh, tips man. <laughs> I feel like this was kind of like there's a pastor book and it's like caveman tip don't forget to mention <laughs> <laughs> yeah cause like the caveman tips like in the wasn't that like what to expect it wasn't that one because that one's alarmist in my opinion this one was your pregnancy week by week Oh, yeah, because it was, like, husband tip, or man. Dad tip. Dad tip, So, dad tip was, hey, if you're going out of town for work for a week, how about you give your wife a call? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. Well, I'm not that much of a caveman. If somebody needs to tell you that, you have bigger problems. <laughs> you have. <laughs> like, okay. Sweet. Um, also, um, along the lines of Mother's Day. So... I didn't know, like, I kind of had a vague idea that Amazon was a little backed up right now. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, well, how about instead of, like, banking on the two days of shipping, right? how about, like, I bank on, like, five days of shipping? That'll be enough time. <laughs> so, we ordered, so the girls and I ordered all your mother's, we talked about this, yeah. but we ordered all the Mother's Day gifts. Yeah. Oh, I need to get some for my mom. <laughs> yes. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Well, I'll figure that we'll out. We'll figure that out <laughs> okay. after the flat tire. Um, but I thought that would be, I just assumed that would be enough time. Right. So I was like, this is planning ahead. <laughs> but apparently Amazon's like pretty back up. So I think out of the seven things that the girls and I got for you, uh-huh. or six things or whatever it is, I think two of them are going to come on time. Well, the way you told me it was kind of funny. Because you said, I had some good news and some bad news. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, start with the bad news. And then you told me that. And then you said, but the good news. And it's like Mother's Day goes on all week. <laughs> I was like, nice spin. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So another caveman moment for tomorrow. So, hey, so... Um, so Gracie in the mornings, she gets on her bike at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. A lot of mornings, puts on her helmet. We have a family cell phone, mm-hmm. 
that she listens to Adventures in Odyssey and yeah. stuff on. Yeah. So she just puts on Adventures in Odyssey and just rides up and down the street and yeah. while listening to that. So so in the morning that's when all the the rabbits in the neighborhood, wherever they live, they don't live under our porch. No. They just live somewhere. So they they're all out and they're all eating. Yeah. Perfect. So yeah. So so Gracie gets on her video. She makes videos of the bunny, and she goes, "Gracie here, bunny report. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at these bunnies. Oh man, there's bunnies everywhere. So like, she does a bunny report. Now, several weeks ago, early on in quarantine, COVID, Lisa, mm-hmm. Leah was making a like a decent amount of comments about birds. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Well, thank you for the bird report." So right. the bird report, bird report, uh, that's been a, that's been a running joke yes. in our family to her face. Okay. Yes. She's, she's, she's in, in on it. She's in on the joke. So, so there's bunny reports and there's bird reports right. in our family. So those two things came together um, on Thursday? Thursday. So Leah said she was, um, looking out the window downstairs and she saw a bunny chasing a bird. And then the bird would fly away a little bit. The bird would fly away a little bit and then come back down and the bunny would chase it again and then come back up. So it's like he was teasing the bunny. So Leo came up and was like, I have a bunny and a bird report. <laughs> bunny and bird report. So, and we live in private well, nature sanctuary over here. Yeah, this is like hard-hitting <laughs> developments here at the Morrow House. Bird reports and bunny bird reports. Report. Yeah. As long as there's no millipede report. That's Seriously. I I'm fine with the nature being outside. I feel like that's <laughs> where nature belongs. I love to look at it from places where it's not going to get on me. And that's good. Man, like that that $10 pest control, like uh, the home defense stuff yeah. that, that keeps bugs away that yes. you get at Menards. That's the best $10 I spend in our budget. Maybe pet, maybe pest defense could sponsor the lobby. <laughs> in between that and Sam, we're gonna oh we're gonna raise this church some cash. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, uh, so we've been watching a couple things on television. Yes. So we've been watching. When I say we, I mean like you mostly. But I sit next to you while watching Top Chef. Yes. It was a good one last night. Drop my phone. So it was Restaurant Wars. So anybody who watches Top Chef knows that is the episode because they make their own restaurant for the evening and it's a high stress environment. So many things can go wrong. This is an all-star season, so people know how important Restaurant Wars is. The episode previous, so last week's episode, they had kind of a leading up to Restaurant Wars episode where everyone had to pitch their own restaurant idea. And then the two best pitches were going to be the team leaders for last night's episode, which that's risky because when I was explaining it to you, you said, even I know that you don't want to be the leader at Restaurant Wars. Because if people are executing your vision and your dishes and all of that, if things go poorly, it's either you, the executive chef, or the front of the house, which is the person who just tries to keep things moving and provides good hospitality. Sure enough, spoiler alert, even though I'm pretty sure I'm the only person who watches Top Chef, 
That's what happened to Kevin. And I really liked Kevin. I watched his first season, and I really liked him on there. And I hope he can come back in Last Chance because I like him. But he tried to do too much, and it just it just wasn't good. And I was really glad that Gregory won, even though it meant Kevin lost, because Gregory is from Haiti, and so his was all with Haitian cuisine and just introducing people to that. So I think that's really cool how he's, you know, because. I mean, I don't know about Haitian food, and I don't think anyone else does, and I think it's a really cool way to introduce that to people and have people try it and learn about that culture. So I was really happy that he did well. Mm-hmm. But I feel bad for Kevin. So it was a really, it was a good episode. Yeah. So, and you sat by me. While, read, nice. while reading a book. While reading a book. <laughs> you sure did. But we watched the MJ doc. I couldn't make it through both episodes because I was very tired. Oh, did you finish watching it? Oh, I should. We should do that tonight. Yeah. Would you watch it again? Oh. I mean, you could sit by me and I read could, a book. Yeah, I could read another <laughs> book. So, yeah, no, it was good though. Because mm-hmm. this next episode is when they talk about why he left and why he retired the first time after winning three championships right. and his dad got murdered oh, and so. a bunch of stuff like that. So. Yeah. yeah. So that's really going to like get into some interesting things. But it was really interesting because, like, I don't know if it's part of the narrative arc of how the person running the docu-series is shaping the story and everything, but, because I remember in the first or second episode, well, no, you watched it, so, like, in the first or second episode when he's talking about, like, why are you so competitive, and he said that, well, it's because my, my older brother had the attention of my dad, Yes. and I wanted my dad's approval and attention and love, so that's why I had to be a, like most psychopathic competitor ever right. in order to do that. And but his brother was better than him for a while when they were little. Yeah. Even till high school. Yeah, so I don't know if that's like leading up to how his, his how dad... How he responded to his dad's death. Yeah, because like, you know, I mean, because my dad, my dad died a few years ago, and that kind of makes you go sideways a little bit, no matter right. where you're at. So right. I mean, like, I can imagine, like, if that's the kind of, like, grid you're viewing your father through, just like, like, my dad has shaped my competitiveness, do I just leave then? Right. Is that kind of, like, factoring right. the equation of why he left? Yeah. And I, um, and then the, just, like, the tragedy surrounding the circumstances of his dad dying, right. you know, that's just so tragic in and of itself and then seeing how that impacts yeah yeah, I think that'll be very interesting then he goes and plays baseball which is interesting yeah um so that was number eight if you're keeping track at home all right number nine we just got an email this morning from Camp Timberly where the girls are going to camp this summer in late July early August and they said tentatively they have canceled the first three weeks of camp, but they are going to still have those weeks of camp later in the summer, and they've closed registration mm-hmm. because I think they need numbers. to just keep things smaller just in case of gathering limits. Right. So the girls were really excited that... Yes, because their weeks weren't canceled, so they said the first three were definitely mm-hmm. out. And then the next ones were on, so they were really, really happy, and I was really glad too that oh, they yeah. because they're so they're really looking forward to it, and we're looking forward to it for them. It'll be hopefully yeah. really good and formative experience for them. Yeah, and hopefully they 
Well, I don't know. I mean, like all the coronavirus stuff, like on a, on a state level, is just seems like it's evolving on a weekly, right. weekly if not daily right. basis. So maybe that'll change for camp mm-hmm. for them. But right. who knows? As of now, we're they're shooting for that, and I do think too. I think that's the problem with the whole thing is that um, it's just not a very precise field of anything you know yeah. what I mean it's you can give the people who know about this they can give recommendations but yeah. it's the coronavirus has its own timetable but it's not really communicating to yeah. others because I am is that how you pronounce it like epi- epidemiologist uh, that's how I do I don't know what that is you that is how I do <laughs> Just because you read two blog articles doesn't make you an expert in anything, no. myself included. Right. So I'm not going to pretend to be understand epidemiology no. after reading for a few weeks yes. on that kind of thing. That being said, it seems like epidemiology is just not a precise field. No, and it's they a don't legit. To it's be. a legit field. Right. But it's not a precision like math. No. You know, so I don't know. It's just hard to. I like when it comes to camp or like um, gradually ramp, ramping up to um, like to gathering with River City, uh, like either on a small group level or a larger group level. It's just like, well, that, I don't, I mean, there's, it's just hard to plan. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, anything. Yeah, for so, sure. So, anyway, so the girls have camp. So that was. They were very happy. They were. Hey, number 10. We have a lot of them. Because mm-hmm. so. mm-hmm. we added that other one. Yes, we did add the ice machine. Glad we did. Glad we bumped it up to 11. <laughs> so number 10, uh, I used my friend's power washer mm-hmm. on our house for four straight hours. Yes. On Saturday. Yeah. And... That was a lot. Yeah. It <laughs> I don't know what our good. water bill is going to be like. Oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> like, but it was worth it. So, because mm-hmm. there's one side of our house that doesn't get a lot of sunlight, so it's just like, there's just green, there was like a lot of green on that side of the house. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it's just, yeah, you just power washes right off. But then the, I don't know, is this what you call them, like decorative bricks? The like landscaping over, bricks. Yeah, landscaping mm-hmm. bricks that are around uh, half of our house. Mm-hmm. I mean, those were so gross and black and gross that yeah. so I power washed all the I remember it was several months ago I mentioned to Ryan King that I might be power washing those bricks and he said like yeah all your neighbors are going to be like that idiot's washing his lawn yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah it's yeah they look all brand new it's, they and they're red who knew Red brick, like brick yeah. brick. Yeah, and like I did find out after power washing them that there's actually two different kinds of brick. I think they might have oh. ran out of <laughs> one kind of brick because they're different on one oh, side of the house. Nice. So I didn't know that because there was uh, moss on them. Yeah. Everywhere. So good times. That was fun. And your legs were, it looked like your legs were mud flaps on a dirt bike or something. Oh, yeah. That's a good way to describe it. Yeah, because it was sprayed with mud. And I think the girls thought something happened to you. Like, yeah. you fell or my whatever. Dad. Yeah, is my dad okay? Yeah. They were like, Dad, are you all right? They were so sweet. And yeah, he's okay. It's just mm-hmm. dirt. <laughs> yeah. So last one. Uh, mm-hmm. Gracie 
has a quasi birthday party yes, thing. Yes, tomorrow. Yeah. So I think that's going to be super fun. So her friend Eleanor, her birthday is on Mother's Day, and I was texting with her mom, and she is doing a Zoom birthday party tomorrow, the day before her birthday, and they got a box of kind of a cookie decorating kit from Candle Ready Cakes, and they dropped that off at our house, and so tomorrow Gracie and Eleanor and another friend are going to have a Zoom call where they decorate cookies together and chit chat, mm -hmm. and we sent her a gift that her mom got already, which speaking of Amazon and whatever, so I ordered that for Eleanor on Saturday, yeah. last Saturday, and it said it would get there by Tuesday, but it got there on Monday. So apparently Amazon... Oh, so they under-promise and over-deliver. They did for Eleanor. Okay. So who knows what the deal will be with the Mother's Day stuff. Right. But yeah, so Eleanor got that. So her mom's going to have her open it on Saturday and stuff. So hmm. yeah, they'll do that on Zoom. So I thought that was a fun little thing. And so Eleanor has two siblings and both of them have birthdays in May. So all of the kids have birthdays in May oh, and really? Mother's Day. So oh, gosh. That's a good I, <laughs> wasn't that, that crazy? So I was texting her mom and I said, man, that's so much to have birthdays. And I know she, it was her oldest daughter's birthday already and they did stuff to make it special for her. And then her, Eleanor's older brother's in Maggie's grade and his birthday hasn't come yet, but they're doing stuff. And I was like, how? great to make things so special for your kids in such a weird time you just extra deserve mother's day for all that mm -hmm. hard work and stuff so i think that'll be really fun for gracie and her and her friend eleanor is just a sweetheart really they're just yeah. they're the youngest kids in their family so they have that free spirit playful edge but she's like a really nice grounded girl too so yeah i'm i'm glad gracie gets to do that yeah any um, any other random things you want to oh mention? man after we got the ice, I just I don't think there's anything else. And nothing else hard hitting that I can think of. Man, we told you about our grill, the last one, our free grill. Yeah. Ice machine. I think we I think we got it covered. Place is jumping. <laughs> oh, we put the drawers back in. Oh. Um, we so, have not had a cabinet update lately. Oh, I'm sure that the <laughs> the River City community is really underrated. <laughs> but the so I finished painting the all the essential parts of the cabinets right. because I just needed a break. Mm -hmm. So I just have a little bit more to do, which I'll eventually get to that. But so the drawers had, they've been uh, curing for 30 days. So we put those back and they look really good. They look great. Yeah. You did such a great job. Yeah. So it looks fun. But yeah, so we got that going on. So I'm sure there's a lot of random things uh, going on in your life lives too so hope you're seeing those things and noticing them and seeing God's grace and all those things and we hope you have a great rest of your weekend Mother's yes. Day weekend oh is it Mother's Day <laughs> 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 all right Sassy. all right thanks bye, bye.